that you are. <laughs> I mean, this almond joy is just so. How many fucking bites can you take out of one <laughs> almond joy anyway? You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Good, 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 good news, everyone. Hello and welcome to the world of tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm Daniel. And I'm Willie. And welcome to the world of tomorrow, folks. This is a uh, special episode, Down Ender, where all the toilets flush the other way around. <laughs> and we use didgeridolas instead of... Uh, American what? dollars? <laughs> I truly don't um, know what the currency in Australian is other than I guess. I think it's just Australian, Australian dollar. dollar. But it's just printed dollars. backwards. It's printed upside down. So they hand yeah, them to each other For the Southern down. Hemisphere. Everything in the Southern Hemisphere is printed upside down. That's true. They don't even have winter there. What kind of country is it? <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> World of Tomorrow, the Futurama-centric podcast uh, where we never get distracted and we never go off on tangents. That is absolutely accurate. And uh, we are also anti-Australia now, so. No, we're always pro-Australia. Don't get it twisted. Mm, I think we have a good listeners. back and forth. We're like we're like Hannity and Combs. I've been rewatching some of the Marvel <laughs> movies, and um, Chris Hemsworth is a is an Australian treasure. He's so good in those movies. I'm more of a Liam Hemsworth gal. I think Chris Hemsworth okay. is too beefy. He's too beefy. No, 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 no. Because because Chris has like the sense of humor. The the roles he does, I feel like, are more. Well, Thor, at the very least. That's like half his roles at this point, but... I don't know if I've ever seen Chris Hemsworth in anything besides Thor. There's a couple movies that are like action movies that he's like in now oh, that Thor. are not Marvel. Yeah, yeah. No, there's one called like <laughs> The Extraction or something, or... It's like on Netflix, I think. Is it about like a Anyway, goes, uh, we are covering season three, episode four. Did you hear what I said? No. You said it's called the extraction, and I said, "You said it's called the extraction." I said, "Oh, the one about a C-section." Oh, <laughs> like getting a baby. All right, all right, that was funny. Thank you. I'll take credit. Oh, I'll, I'll allow it. I guess. <laughs> all right. Sorry, I interrupted you. We're covering season three. No, episodes. no, no. Any, you do not need to apologize for an interruption, PD. We do that. That is a part of this podcast. That is part of the DNA of this podcast is us talking simultaneously. Yet, I don't know what time, you mean. Can you explain? <laughs> most of the time, we understand each other. Sometimes we do not hear each other. That's okay. always finishing each other's sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid! I love it. Um, so today we're covering season three, episode four, "Parasite Lost," um, which is a play on a Paradise Lost, and I said that on accident last week. <laughs> uh, who wrote "Parasite Lost"? Sorry, "Paradise Lost." Um, Lorraine Newman. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Don Pardo? No, she's on SNL. That's oh. why I did the Don Pardo. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Okay, well, let's um, go to trivia. I just wanted to see if you knew it. Davy Jones. Uh, Paradise Lost. <laughs> Wait, the fictitious character Davy Jones. He wrote, I wrote it with my tentacle beard. <laughs> when did he 
turn Slavic. My tentacle beard. I did not say it like that. Yeah. Yet. I did not say it like that. <laughs> I was going to say it's just getting more and more Slav. It's giving Slav, and I'm here for <laughs> there it. Are some, there are some accents that always I lead into another accent, and there's like, oh, imagine, yeah. if you will, a couple different funnels. Are you with me? Okay, yeah. And at the top of some of those funnels, we have accents, and then at the bottom of them, I end up going to the same accent. So whenever I do, mm. sometimes when I do Australian, I'll go back, I'll get somehow get to Irish or mm. something. And what was that- I doing last week where it turned into, I was trying to do German or something, and it turned into like... I don't know. I think it else. turned Russian a little bit. Yeah, maybe I do the same Russian. thing. I feel like a lot of my accents turn into Irish. Like it's like my com- my I, my accent comfort zone, <laughs> or, or they turn like into that. Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like that. It's a it's a it's a heuristic, if you will. It's a it's a it's a dialectic heuristic oh, dichotomy. Oh, Merriam-Webster just nutted here in that three words that I <laughs> remember, but don't know what they mean. <laughs> No, um, I think I know one of one of the three. PD has opened his evening's Lacroix. Can you believe this, PD? I got some groceries. <laughs> they did not have any tangerine. They only had orange. Orange is and I was like, hockey. Okay, if you're gonna sell tangerine, why are you also selling orange? Tangerine, yeah. no shade on oranges. I do love orange. Generally. I love oranges. But tangerine, if that is your orange variety, then there's no need for regular orange. No. No. Those are two separate events. Eating an orange is That's like, like saying apple and then like pink lady apple or something. One is just more interesting and less generic. See, I would actually even go further. I would say if I have an orange, it's part of a meal. It's a side. Like an orange and a sandwich and chips is, is like a bag lunch. But if I'm having a tangerine mm. – that's like a snack. Like it's a, it's laying around the office in a bowl, and you grab one for a quick a quick like little vitamin C boost or something. So I, I would have to eat like three tangerines to actually even come close to being as fulfilled as I am after an orange. You just said it the other way around, though. Huh? Are you saying you needed a, a snack that is an orange that's substantial enough? Because to no. me, a tangerine goes better in a lunch as a complement to a meal. Okay, Your Honor, I I. Uh, <laughs> I need to take issue with this. An orange I'm, has a lot I'm, more okay, juice. Okay, counselor, counselor, all I'm trying to clarify is what you're really talking about because from your description, it sounded like what you meant was to say the other way around. That's all I'm saying. Your Honor, I think you need to put the gavel down and open your ears. What I'm trying to say is – Counselor, before you go on with your disrespectful tone, <laughs> I need to say this. I was not disagreeing with you. I was merely trying to clarify, and I'm actually on your side. And actually, I'm probably like one of your best friends that you've ever had. And actually, <laughs> I stood up to Kimberly Wellington when she told you that you looked kind of chubby in those <laughs> in those low rise jeans. And actually, I was the one who told her to get away from our faces because her breath stinks, and that he has a gland problem. Okay. <laughs> That's why you look chubby in those love rises. All I'm trying to say is Anyway, counselor, I have your back and that's all you need to know. Okay. All I wanted to do, I have a, a fucking diagram, a scientific diagram of an orange, and I wanted an opportunity to say I love the albedo or the flavedo or the oil sacs or the juice vest. 
juice. Get me started. Vesticies. Sex. <laughs> Wait, the juice vesicles are what pulp is called. I'm vesicles. I love the word vesicle. Oh, it is vesicle. It's just it's it's covered by a little arrow in the diagram vesicle. So what does vesicle mean? Vesicle like, is like the little. I think it's like the little juice um, containers. It's like pulp. You know how, like a pomelo, right? Is just oh, it's easier yeah. to imagine with a pomelo, right? Because they're yeah. a little bit stronger vesicles, I think. And so a you can kind of rip them off one by one, and they're like a little. Um, what's the shape? Almost like a two teardrops they're, overlaid. It's almost like lenticular from a side, like angle. a neuron or something. Oh yeah, I could see that, like the Nike swoosh. But bend the swoosh so it's straight. <laughs> So not the nice. But it's pointy at both ends, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Aerodynamic or whatever. It's a small fluid fu- fluid filled bladder, sac, cyst, or vacuole within the body. Vesicle is a great also word. a great word. I love vacuole. I do love that. Vesicle, I'm gonna hundred percent gonna say like, oh, this is a Dean Martin vesicle from Boy Back with. Like vehicle. <laughs> yeah, it's a vessel exactly. and a vehicle at the same time. It's a Clark Gable vesicle. <laughs> it's a Clark Gable small fluid filled vacuum. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm off the subject. Should we get into Good perhaps news, um, everyone. Damn, I was early. God, you I, I thought you it. were going to go more of can should we get into some like a like a quick cuz I was ready. Oh, I was like I were ready. I, I felt it. I felt it. I, I was just ready like to and get then, a little bit more. And then you were trying to buy time, which is preamble. completely understandable yeah. because normally I'm not as quick <laughs> on it. So Good news Fair enough. everyone. Okay, let's can we get a third, please? Good news, everyone. <laughs> God damn it. You know what? As we say always, this is, podcast is a work in progress and it will continue to be. That it's we, a WIP, not a WAP. Uh por qué no los dos, mi amigo? Mi amigo. Yeah, good point there. Good um <clears throat> So, what's your good news, Emmett Ogoy, or do you want me to go first? Um, let's see. My good news is that, uh, my, my girlfriend is finally returning. <laughs> she was at a conference and she's finally returning this tomorrow. Oh evening. yeah. She's been so travel town USA, very excited. right? She's been very travel town USA population her. And <laughs> now she's about to be come back to, uh, come back to the Bay. Um, so I'm very excited to see her. I definitely have missed her. Um, we do, which is, it's like so weird or whatever of like, it's like so random, but like sometimes we like hold hands. <laughs> sometimes we like, just like, I know it's like so random for like a couple to be doing stuff like that, but like sometimes we kiss each other on the mouth. And just like a little like baby, like, like, like a little baby smidge. So that's my good news. I'm very excited because while it's usually I have like one night where I stay up really late and I don't care. I don't have to worry about waking her up when I go to bed. Then oh, the rest yeah. of the time I'm like, where is she? And I can't like, <laughs> I can't, like self-regulate where at all. Bug. I'm like, I guess I'll just like order a burger or whatever. <laughs> uh, wait, you can't order cheeseburgers, sir. They never you come can. piping hot and ready. They always come like oh soft. God, you're one of those. No, I'm just there kidding. Are yeah, you're right. No, you're right. I'm just, I'm just foods first can. of all, you need to calm down. I am in a Counselor, litigious mood today. Put the knife down. <laughs> I am cutting Phyllis's head off with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, PD. PD, oh. what is what is your good news? We need you need to have the good news really seep into you because you're on edge right now. I know, I really am. I think it's well, so I have like shit to do still for work after this, so maybe that's I think contributing to yeah, this. So I'm like, I just want to go. Surrender to, work. to the giggles. 
uh, I don't know why when you said surrender to the giggles, it just made me think of mommy's all right. Daddy's oh, surrender. Um, we did prove that I have quite an impeccable memory, which I would like to take two minutes of this podcast to regale the audience with my impeccable memory. The the one moment I've actually been proud of myself while my brain. Yes, please. No, you have to do it. So it seems like I'm not bragging and I'll say, oh yeah, I did do that. And then I seem really nonchalant and not braggadocious, but I'm technically making you brag. Wait, what memory are we talking about again? From yesterday. (laughs) Xylocarp. Wait, not Xylocarp. Oh, our one hour, 15 minute phone call. That, <laughs> that was supposed to be like five minutes. That was like literally just me telling you one small thing. And then we, okay. So PD has, um, PD's right. He has an amazing memory, but it only has to do with useless things. For kids. <laughs> yes. And Pointless one of those things trivia. was hearing about a, or remembering while we were on this phone call, what was the trigger? Do you remember what the trigger uh, was? We were talking about uh, an irrational fear and we were talking about growing up with anxiety and I was like, yeah, I'm afraid of yellow. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's a thing. Okay. And then, and then basically PD re- like reminded me that there was like this Hardee's commercial back in the day. Okay. And so here I'll, I'll put the square, I'll draw the box around it a little bit. Okay. So first he says, it's like from like when we were kids, so I'm thinking early two thousands or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both 91 babies. So that's kind of where my head's at. And then he's like, I think it was like the 90s. This shit, this was a Hardee's commercial from 1996. <laughs> now, PD's birthday is at the end of the year, meaning yes. he was basically four years old <laughs> when he saw this commercial about like, it, 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 I think the premise is basically like, don't be chicken. Yes. For like, like, don't be afraid sandwiches. of things. And like it was this, like this crazy chicken sandwich. And then one of the things was like being afraid of the color yellow, which yeah, is Yeah, but like remember those like the Hardy's commercials where he talks like this and like he doesn't give a shit. Over. Yeah, and then he's like xanthophobia, the fear of yellow. Don't be a chicken. Eat Hardy's chicken sandwich. And then and that like was like basically sandwich it. drops from the ceiling. Yeah, yes, and Hardy's they is always disgusting. Pop. And they, they always pop in and go. <laughs> Which is not a sound you want from your sandwich, unless it's a certain type of roast beef sandwich. Am I right, straight gentlemen? Okay, that just ruined the rest of the story. So yes, I was proud of my committed story suicide. Story suicide. Yes, exactly. By trying to roast women. (laughs) I wasn't trying to roast women. I was trying to. Well, you did. I thought all vaginas look like roast beef sandwiches. Is that a bad thing that it looks like a roast beef? I thought they just all did. Uh, no comment. <laughs> I, no. I have to keep a positive relationship with the, uh, the other sex. I haven't seen a vagina you don't, so. in like probably 15 years since I was like looking up porn when I was like 13 or 14. And then I was like, this is not. So if favorite. you don't remember, PD, they sort of have a spiral shape. Um, and if you can imagine one of those like barbershop sort of twirling signs, if you look right into a vagina, it will hypnotize you. It's and like a twirl. Of, it's like a twirl. Um, so it will make you think that there you, go. you are a, like a child again, um, yes. but that's just the hypnosis. And that makes sense because yeah. all women are uh, witches. That's what you're trying yeah. to say. I mean, According to the witches versus the patriarchy subreddit, yes. <laughs> so you're going to do a uh, court case, like witches v. state of Massachusetts. <laughs> witches v. Salem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
this exactly? Anyways, uh, my golden news is that I'm moving uh, in a little under, a little over, a little over a week on the fifth. That was uh, <laughs> technically that was your good news last week. <laughs> what? No, it wasn't. Was it? Yeah. Good news. Sure just put like papers in or something last week. Oh, we just put the deposit down. We will be, okay. The good news is that that's moving further, and we just got the lease okay. back. That's okay. Signed. So it's all congratulations. In, been Motion. ironed out. It's all in in motion. And Petey, um, let me just tell you, it's not about the size of the contract. It's about the motion of the motion. <laughs> There's the motion of the pin, and I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> Get it? Because motion is like a legal term. <laughs> yes, I got, I got it after the law and order. Oh, God. Well, should we jump into the episode? Let's and I'd be, I'd right be happy in. to give the uh, overview because I will say this is one of my this absolute is, favorite of the entire series. This is one of the best series. ones. I will say yeah. this is one of the best ones. Before PD launches into the, the the synopsis, this is one I always remember fondly. And when I told Daniel that I was a little bit distracted earlier uh, when watching this, <clears> um, <throat> he gave me the dirtiest look he's ever given me. <laughs> and so basically, I was my point was like I didn't like laugh out loud as much as I normally do or whatever, oh. which I think is partly because I've seen it more times than many other episodes which I am starting to see a pattern, uh, which is that there are some episodes which I remember fondly and then aren't the best, whereas there are some where I just I don't think I've seen them as many times, which is weird because I've seen them all like 15 times, so I, I don't know what I'm talking about. But, um, <laughs> but some but of them are fair, just more memorable. You, the ideas in on this one are really good. When you're putting on a comfort show, you'll put on a comfort episode that you like and you don't really think about it. So like think about the number of times that's happened. So you probably watched right. a few episodes handful more times than the yeah, others. Yeah, or or those are the episodes you <laughs> fall asleep to or whatever. So you're not actually yeah, really watching like, it. And it auto plays into the next one. So yeah. But anyway, I, I don't mean to bring the mood down. It's a really great episode, so I'll pass it back it's to It's one of the absolute best episodes synopsis. of the entire series. Absolutely one of the best episodes of the entire series. Parasites Lost. Basically, our quick synopsis is Fry eats a uh, gas station egg salad sandwich, which or which um, turns out has worms <clears throat> inside of it. These worms give Fry not superpowers, but they basically improve all aspects of his life. So mentally, physically, emotionally. Essentially the same thing as Peter Parker's uh, atomic spider bite, except he doesn't have web powers, I guess. But he does have a similar overnight sort of style transformation, both physically and mentally. Um, exactly. And so we get a lot of different um, uh, views of the Planet Express block and the Planet Express building. We get to see inside Fry's butthole. Wait, we did you just say really that we stuff. get a lot of views of the block, the city block mm -hmm. on which Planet Express sits? Yeah. Yeah. Why is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. I just don't find it particularly notable when you're like obsessed with space travel. You're like, look, we get at least three different <laughs> angles on the Planet Express building this time. <laughs> I think it's cool. You get a perspective that you don't typically see in all episodes or any okay. other episodes. Actually. I'll allow it. Okay. Um, but basically the, the crew has to shrink themselves down to get rid of the worms. Um, hilarity and uh, bodily antics ensue. We've got lots of the cast having um, lines in this one. We've got some good Amy lines, great Zoidberg lines, great Bender lines, Scruffy lines. Great Everyone Zoidy really lines. has. There's a lot of good Zoidy in this one. Yes, exactly, and uh, all around, just really a humdinger of an episode. Let me tell you what. Humdinger. 
I hardly know. Hardly know her. <laughs> I could I could smell it coming. Uh, but yes, so shall we jump in? Yes. Um, so of course we do, when they're at the sort of like space truck stop, we do get another visit from Sal, our beloved sort of uh, trashy character, I guess. I mean, I guess yeah. he's really the, the male trashy character uh, to, to Petunia, mm-hmm. uh, the female trashy character. And obviously we have seen them hook up before in the Valentine's Day episode of season two. And what does she say? I don't remember if there's I, – I can't remember what she, she says. She says a little something like – Wait a minute. You don't have your own body. No, but I control this arm. <laughs> Slots player, huh? Sorry, but I think I can do better. Wait. Come back, uh, darling. Can't, hon. I got to catch my bus back to Nutley. <laughs> got to catch my bus back to Nutley. <laughs> Excuse me. Did you say 1015 to Nutley? <laughs> I wish Petunia was in this one. I know. Oh, that's Dude, the only way it could be in every better. episode, and I would love it. Oh, I know. Um, so, yeah, they, they get to this truck stop, which is, by the way, is called Greasy Sue's Greasy Trump's Truck Stop. I know that <laughs> oh, before. I didn't see that. Um, but I was like, you know what? Greasy Sue is probably rolling in the dough. If you have like, she's some selling sort of dark space matter. hub, yeah, if you have some sort of space fuel hub where people are frequenting all the time, you're probably rolling in the dough. Because, like, how much is your overhead, really? You know? None. You're just probably floating. Not that much. Well, you got to have your, uh, you got to seal the cracks every now and then. There's no gravity. Gravity is free there. Not like in America where you have to pay for gravity. Ugh, don't get me started. <laughs> These gravity taxes, am I right? <laughs> the gra- and the gravity taxes are out of control. <laughs> Joe Biden is ruining this country with high gravity tax. <laughs> <laughs> I need to He's start. trying to say that wealthy people need to pay more for gravity. <laughs> Which, of course, that doesn't sound like the socialism. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound like the American dream to me. When our forefathers were floating around the ethos. (laughs) (laughs) They used to call it the ether. The ether, damn it, not the ethos, the ether. Son of a bitch, I ruined that. Well, the libtards are going to try to tell you that the ether (laughs) is different than it was now. Newsflash. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm just going to keep going. I need to just put a plug in it. Um, yeah, so speaking of deep, gravelly voices, I love that Sal comes up to Leela to, like, swoon her. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> so With good. plural. Like, gyrating his hips. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, Fry basically makes an ass of himself trying to defend Leela. You know, Sal's basically Sounds insulting her. her. Well, he's complimenting he's, her, but in like a cat call patronizing way. And Fry's response is to negate everything he says. So when he's like, you're pretty good looking for like a truck stop chick. He's like, no, she's not like she's yeah. hideous. Yeah, you're right. She doesn't have enough meat on her bones. And he's like, she's got so much meat on her bones, more than a cow. And then they like all laugh at him. So Fry basically just steps in it like he typically does, which is sad. Um, but we get back to Earth, and um, Fry and Bender have to go fix the boiler, which we have a Scruffy episode. Love ah! Scruffy. He's, Scruffy basically is too busy to fix the boiler because he has a scheduling conflict, and he's just laying on his cot reading a nudie mag called yeah, Zero, Zero G Jugs. jugs. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it's like about to explode, he's like, Scruffy's going to die the way he lived. And then he just turns another page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the smoke goes over his face. 
I oh love my it. God. After so, Fry gets impaled by like a pipe from the boiler exploding, and when he goes to Doctor Zoidberg to sort of get a checkup or whatever, um, they find out oh, like this pipe is basically it's it's been like sawn in half by Fry's body, and then they see it sort of repair. Yeah. And so when they first are about to look inside, uh, Fry, he's like sitting there in his underwear, and everybody else is behind that like. Two-way mirror, two one-way mirror, mirror. <clears throat> eating one, popcorn. One or wait, is it one-way or two-way mirror? I think it's a two-way mirror because you can see. But I think two-way, but you only are seeing into one side of the mirror, right? But a two-way mirror means you can see through it because you can see two ways. You can see, you can see out, you can see the mirror two ways. One is one way is reflection. One way is through. Oh, okay, that's confusing. That, but I see your point. I never thought about it that way. I think that's what it is. Both sounds sort of two way sounds like what people say, but a piece of glass or uh, two way mirror is a piece of glass or a mirror that on one side can be seen through like a window from the other side. Okay. Yes. So there's a two way mirror basically to, to quote unquote give Fry privacy, but everyone's just watching anyway. And I love when um, uh, Zoidberg takes out like a like a camera, you know, like a one camera of those, snake, like, camera snakes. And then Fry opens his mouth and he goes, guess again. Guess again. <laughs> Meaning it's going to go up your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did love that. And Zoeyberg has so many good lines in this too. I wrote down a yeah. few of them. but Zoeyberg has some good ones. They're also behind – Professor does too. They're behind the two-way glass. <clears throat> and, you know, Professor's kind of explaining to everyone. He has worms and everything. He's like, so the eggs were – and he's like, yes, worm eggs. And I'm guessing the mayo wasn't too fresh either. Yeah, which is it, like – he says something like worm cum joke. The mayo was none too fresh either. <laughs> yeah, which is However, such a funny, funny phrase for her. Like, I don't trust that mayo. <laughs> like, it's worm cum because if the eggs are that. Like, it was like dr- in, in direct, uh I yeah, never it thought direct. about it like that. <laughs> exactly. Like, that and funny. the mayo was cum that fertilized the eggs. Duh. Oh my god. What's that little crunchy it. black chip? It's a tomato. A tomato. <laughs> the tomato is like petrified on the sandwich. Yeah, it's so gross. Although I would totally eat that sandwich. Of like make your life. Do you like egg salad? I'm not a big fan. Fuck of eggs. no, I hate egg salad. I hate egg salad, tuna so salad. Why would you eat an egg cum sandwich then? Because I want worms inside of me to oh, make me rip. So you know that it's infested with. I know that it's going to make me ripped and even more intelligent. Okay, I was just I would thinking. Eat that pill. The way Fry ate it, which is he just wanted a snack in the bathroom. Oh, no. That would be a hard pass. <laughs> that would be a hard pass. I'm not Britney Spears. Um, one th- other thing. When they're in the room watching Fry get colonoscopized by Zoidberg. <laughs> Ooh, um, good word. Hermes, they're, they, they're like, this is disgusting. And then they pull out popcorn to like watch the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hermes has what I think is a highlight. Yeah. Scoop, and I'm like, one, I guess – is highlight a Jamaican? Highlight is from sport? Mexico, but I think it might be big in uh, the Caribbean because highlight is like literally from indigenous uh, peoples of Mexico. Oh, that's cool! I didn't know that, but that makes sense actually. It, um, the ball used to go like uh, it was like a blood sport. Like the ball used no, to it go still like does. Miles it's an a hour dangerous and, like, sport because people, it goes yeah. like more than hundred miles an hour. But these people didn't have, have any this, protective like, gear. <laughs> big scoop. Yeah, it's terrifying. Well, they were like really good intense back then, but. So yeah, I mean, highlight is a cool, cool sport. I wish uh, I I would love to like watch a game of highlight. Olympic highlight. I mean, it would be like pretty much Latin games, but I'd still watch it. Fuck yeah. 
Um, but also it has a, a reputation now of sort of being like a rich person sport. Maybe that's just because like rich people love to take a sort of sport like that and kind of make it exclusive. I, I feel like it's a very, True. it's a very like James Bond type sport. You know what I mean? Where it's sort oh, of out yeah. there. It's like sort of eccentric. And like, you have to be trained and training is expensive, like fencing yes, or something. Exactly. Yeah. Spot on. Spot on. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, Hermes has a highlight scoop, and they never mention highlight, but I guess it, I, I, I can only guess it has to do with him being Jamaican. I'm assuming it does, I guess. Highlight in Jamaica. Jamaica. Is a big thing. Ja- what? Did you say something? Was that a good one? <laughs> Shut up. No. Um, oh, yeah. So, so basically, they determined that, okay, Fry has this giant. Um, city of worms living inside of his bowel, which Amy says that place used to be a big dump. Um, also Wait, hold jokes. on, PD. I'm um, the phone banks over here are lighting up. I didn't actually hack into the mainframe. Um, do you do you mind taking this real quick? I got to step away for a second. Uh, sure. Hello, Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is Roger. Um, sorry, this is going to be – this is a longer order than normal, but uh, this is going to be a doozy. Um, okay, uh, bear with me here. So what? I'm going to need a chicken carpaccio soup. <laughs> wait, wait matzo, you're – Matzo ball soup. I'm who are you trying the, to call? Um, the miso horny miso soup. <laughs> um, I'm going to need the my big fat Greek wedding soup. Um, let's see. I'll take wait, the, who, um, who, the Yentl Roger, who lentil is? kosher soup that's inspired by the Barbra Streisand's performance in the movie Yentl. Um, <laughs> let me get an order of the liquid chunky soup. Um, I'll take the David Lynch twin leek soup. Chunky soup. Um, let me get the, the Tony Hawk's bony broth. Um, I think we're also going to do the Dua Lipa's duo ceviche with shrimp and swordfish. Um, I'll also take the let's get it started in here appetizer soup, uh, the black eyed peas soup. Um, I'll also take the, uh, the Heinrich Himmler gazpacho. (laughs) Wait, why does Himmler have gazpacho? I'm going to need the toddler risk lobster bisque with choking hazards. Um, can I also get the Paul Bunyan French onion soup with blue oxtails? Um, I'm gonna need the uh, the Tony 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 Minestrone Stroni Stroni. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, can I get the clam chowder? I hardly know her. <laughs> All right, thanks. You guys have the best soup. All right, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. All right. <laughs> wow, I think Roger might have had a wrong number. My my guy. Oh, I story. heard the tail end of that. That guy ordered a lot of soup. I, I know you – I know – well, I wrote them down, but if you could just tell me what was after liquid chunky soup in my list that I'm showing you right now, I, I think I missed one in between. Uh, oh, it was the David Lynch's Twin Leaks soup. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I should have known. I should have looked at the menu. <laughs> Tony, 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 Oh, my God. Oh. Anyway, the, the I I turned off the phone bank. We weren't trying to take any calls. So. Okay, yeah, sorry. Well, yeah, we're busy. Oh my, I don't even know where we were in this episode. I'm not. I'm, anyway, I'm all um, out. basically, the the professor, um, the professor 
Leland is trying to distract Fry while the professor uh, makes little robots, tiny micro robots of everybody else so they can sneak inside Fry's body unbeknownst to him and the worms um, so they they can sort of kick them out of Fry's body. But like while this is all happening, Leela is sort of being swooned by Fry like one step at a time. He's sort of doing these like different romantic gestures that he would never formerly be able to articulate. He um, wanted to, and he, he does. To. He like risks it's his, his life and limb. Yeah, it's he like, his risks his life and limb for, but he doesn't know how to actually like articulate those to her. Um, yeah. So at one point, he sort of says a very like romantic, poetic sort of thing about roses. They confront Sal again, and a chain of fluorescent. Or what's he say? A uh, chain of hydrocarbons. Yeah, but what, what's the uh, oh? A chain Funny of, how a chain of hydrocarbons can evoke aromatic hydrocarbons. Okay. Yeah, you got it. I was I was trying to get it, but you got it first. So, <laughs> oh, you asked rhetorically. <sighs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just move on at your pace. Then I did want to say before they get in, I do love how Bender calls shotgun, and then Zorber was like, "Shotgun." Oh. Yes, that is one of the best. <laughs> he just gets screwed. I love that line. Shotgun. Oh. oh. <laughs> He's like so slow to it. <laughs> Because we've all been as as being the youngest sibling, we've tried to call shotgun, and that has happened to us multiple, multiple, multiple times. Or anytime we were in the car with Will and Joel, I feel like they like Joel oh always knew God. when to call shotgun or vice versa. Because they tipped each other off. It was an inside job, just like 9-11 and the moon landing that were the same thing. They were both filmed in 1969. Exactly. On a set. Have has, has anyone ever actually been to New York? Didn't oh think so. It's I a told myth. you. I told like you, PD. I don't think this. This was not on the pod because this happened after our last record. But I did tell you this on the phone, which is somebody. One of my. I don't. I don't want to dox anybody. Oh I re- I was at a thing, a social gathering. I wouldn't even be do specific. I was at a social gathering, and there was a guy there who was what trying. What state to, was it in? It was in the state state of mind. Um, <laughs> Is that we're in California. No, we're in California. Yeah. Um, no, but anyway, the point is there was a guy at a party and he was basically trying to be like, I don't know if the moon landing was real. And he's talking to an older guy, like a middle-aged guy who was for sure alive when the moon when the, happened. When happened, yeah. So this guy's like, don't worry, it happened. I was alive. <laughs> like, <when it> happened, <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> I remember it. Um, and the dude is just sort of like, there's just so much – there's just like so – there's just like what is the evidence and like there's just so much bullshit out there. And he's trying to play that game which PDU and I were talking about. There's a game that mm-hmm. centrists try to play where – well, not even centrists. Some right-wingers tr- pretend to be centrist because they want to be some sort of libertarian. But really they're just racist. Um, <laughs> so basically oh – God. This is devolving quick. Okay. Yeah. But you know what I mean. People know what I, I mean. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah people, yeah, yeah. people out there know what I mean. And so essentially they'll try to hide what they really think and try to seem more logical or reasonable. So he's like, I just don't know either way. Okay. Okay, guy. You know one way or the other. You have you are not on the fence about the moon landing. Well, it's like you also either believe it happened of, or you don't. There's it's no the burden in of proof. Uh what well, basically what he's saying is like no, because you believe it, the burden of proof is on you to to prove it. And it's like oh, no, there's common. It's a common understanding. Like 
you know, we breathe oxygen. Well, have you ever like tested the air for oxygen? Did you do you know that there's oxygen in the atmosphere? Yeah. Did, did you, you just learn that? Learn, get this information. Yeah. Like what's yeah exactly. How do yeah. you know that? It's like okay, I don't need to prove something that is like. And nearly irrefutable. Like that's, anyway. that, that's not how that works. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we all know that the moon landing was fake and it happened. It was filmed on the same day as 9-11. Yes, exactly. It was filmed <laughs> on 9-11. 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> job. <laughs> Wait. Wait, have I you seen. to call in. Have you seen that episode of Comedy Bang Bang, The Chumleys? No. You, the way you said it earlier is almost exactly like that. There's a, there's a Comedy Bang Bang bit where Scott has to take care of his uncle's four like golden retriever puppies named the chumleys and they all kind of have like little voices um, and like their own sort of unique color and so one is like the tough one who sounds like a black guy and one is like the (laughs) prissy girl and one of them is like extremely paranoid about like political uh, conspiracy (laughs) theories and he talks about like JFK being assassinated and like the moon lane or 9-11 being an inside job (laughs) it's a golden retriever it's so good Wait. I love it. I'm actually babysitting for an Irish cream retriever this weekend. Holla! I can't wait. I have not heard of that one. Uh, it's basically a white golden retriever, but they're cuter. Did they name it Bailey? No. Oh my god, Bailey is like the most fucking golden retriever name ever. No, uh, Leroy. Remember After that girl who went Leroy to, Jenkins. Uh, there was a girl who went to Laura's high school whose name was <laughs> Smallhead. Okay. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm I can't finish my story without accidentally uh, doxing this doxing. person, so I will not finish it. But I do remember Smallhead, and also we still have never identified her in the yearbook. <laughs> she, she her head. She was never there the on yearbook day, right? And like apparently it was the size of like literally like they said it was the size of an orange. They were like it was the size like it was like maybe a grapefruit <laughs> if she was lucky. And I'm like her head can't be that small unless she has like progeria. They're like no. She looks normal. Her head is just Except her small, head is small. So we call her small head. <laughs> small head, if you're listening, I think you look – I hope you – A, I hope you grew into your head. And if you didn't, I think you probably looked very normal and our friends were just cunts. Yes. <laughs> Getting Willie to agree to call someone a cunt is very difficult. And I knew he didn't have anything clever to say, so we just had to say yes. Well, so. I'm not going to roast the person born with a tiny head. So. <laughs> This is one of those punching up or punching down sort of situations. (laughs) See, I just swing my fist and I'll I'll punch laterally to my friends. (laughs) Okay, fair. Oh, God. So um, we get uh, the Planet Express crew shot in the ear. They're traveling through the eardrum. The professor's like, we just need to get somewhere where we, where we won't, uh, Fry won't stick his finger because he starts poking his ear. <laughs> yes, and I, there. And I wrote this like, one down too. It's hopeless. Abandon ship. It's hopeless. <laughs> Fry <laughs> will put his finger in every hole he has. <laughs> yeah, every orifice, um, which I did love. And so they're kind of like floating through all these different places. It's very much, I'm trying to think, there was a short story, I believe, from. The late 1800s or maybe early 1900s, not Gulliver's Travels. It was a different short story, but basically it was where they get shrunk down and Uh-oh. they go into a body. And that's why every single like, Inverse cartoon tra- travels. Yeah. Every every single cartoon, like TV show, whatever, they always have like a shrink down, go in the body, like Magic School Bus, Archer. It's Simpsons, classic now, yeah. Bob's Burgers. Yeah, it's a classic like trope for them to do. To do. Um, which is really good. Even some live action do it, which I, I really enjoy. Um, 
So I've always enjoyed this trope. But um, the, <laughs> but they like basically go through all these places and find out that the worms are making his life better there. Um, repairing his brain, they're cleaning off the plaque uh, from or the um, uh, but uh, skipped a bit, it, it, it skipped a bit, uh, 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 not calories, uh, cholesterol. cholesterol. Well, that's actually from... zoidy. No, the we don't really are see cleaning that. it off. Oh, we see they have, they have br- yeah, they have brushes. Oh, they have brushes, and then Zoidberg takes a little bit, puts on a piece of toast, and he's like, "It's good cholesterol, but it tastes like bad cholesterol. It spreads like bad cholesterol." Oh, spreads, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Zoidberg has so many good lines. I also want to point out the one where, um, what is it? Hermes says like he's going to be as strong as Hercules and as flexible as Gumby, and then Zoidberg says, "Gumbercules." I love that I love guy. That guy. <laughs> Who the fuck wrote that line? But it's so good. But, and how I did it make it in? But it is so good. <laughs> I, yeah, and exactly. And how to make it not on the cutting room floor. I did love that. Um, they're basically going through the nasal cavity. And, and um, Zoidberg's also like, no, we can take that capillary up through to the nasal mm-hmm. vessel or whatever. And he learned it from a... a, a Hercules uh, calls him out for being like, you don't know anything about the human body. He's like, no, but I learned it in an allergy commercial. <laughs> Soothing action, action, action. <laughs> that was really funny. And then when they get inside, Bender's like, where are we? The ass? <laughs> Still in the head, like nowhere near. <laughs> he just wants to be in the ass. Yeah, exactly. So good. So there's there's all these antics and really, really good back and forth one-liners between the crew that we don't typically yeah, get to see of- because both main characters are not in the ship. Right, and they're kind of struggling to get through. They like barely are making it deeper and deeper into the bowels where they're trying to go. Um, and once they get there, you kind of it's re- they, it shows like a, a like a mini metropolis, um, which yes. led me to think like, okay, so these worms are getting the metal from somewhere inside his body. Fry is eating forks a and lot knives. of He's metal. Eating forks and I know. knives, and there's also a penny in his stomach, so we at least know he <laughs> yeah. ate a penny. And then, yeah, in the bowels, there's like literal forks and knives. <laughs> okay, so he's really an idiot, I guess, or maybe so he he's just really just eating a lot of down. stuff, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So while this is all going on, Fry and Leela are going on a date. He's doing chivalrous things. He is like you know helping her cross a puddle. He is uh, writing her sonnets, doing all these things, and then. She says, I love what you've become. And, and that's like, oh, really what ties the knot for Fry. He's I, like, I got to yeah, know, exactly. is it me or the worms? Yes. And so uh, so Leela runs away. Actually, we, we skipped a little bit of a part. Leela realizes it's the worms and then goes in and kills her. Oh, right. And she ship. stops the mission from, from getting them. Yes, exactly. Out. Because there's the waitress is like, freshen your Nocatina. Which, what is Nocatina? I don't even, is that a made up know. thing? I don't know oh, if it's a real thing, like Nocatina. I was like, is that like nocturnal Tina? Oh, look, when uh, I Google Nocatina, the first result is a Reddit post where someone goes, what is a Nocatina on the Futurama <laughs> subreddit? <laughs> yes, like is this like a New York thing that no one knows about? I've never even heard of it. I don't think it's real, but I do love it. Okay, no one actually knows. Uh, and if Reddit doesn't know, the world may never know. Mr. Wow, Ronald. nobody on Reddit knew. Interesting. Uh, Oh, well, okay. It words. says nar- narcotina is the Italian word for narcotine. And it's like an opioid, what the fuck basically. Is narcotine? So essentially, I think what she's saying is they're drinking like opium tea. Oh, okay. Got it. I, yeah. I've seen this episode. I've, I've known about I've this never episode, paid narcotina attention for that. 20 years. Yeah. Because it looks like they're I drinking tea or coffee, but I think that is supposed to be. Opium tea is a like good joke. Tea. Okay. That's very, that's very Futurama. 
Um, so yeah, so Fry like rips his shirt off. We get to see shirtless Rip Fry, which I was <sighs> not opposed. Okay. Um, and uh, Lila goes in there, chops everyone up, um, basically ends the mission. And then Fry goes back to Lila's house for a little bit of honka ponka. Which is Latin for hanky panky. Mm. And <laughs> the listeners know that Daniel loves to speak in Latin. <laughs> the Latin term for hanky panky. Okay, I, I tickle myself there. The um, masculine urge to wear a nightcap and a nightgown and go honk shoe, honk shoe. Honk shoe, Yeah. Tank meme, tank meme alert. Um, so, so Fry's playing the holophone for her, which again, I fucking love the holophone. The holophone is such a fucking up. sick instrument, dude. Yes, it's such it's a good idea. It's literally an instrument and a VFX generator at yeah. the same time. That's sick. And he plays this like beautiful thing for her, which I also love. That's another one that I really love is the, the, um, the holophone episode. One. Devil's Hands or Idol Play Thing Season 4. Yes, so good. Um, but she yeah, says, I, I love what you've become. Too. I knew that off the top of my head, too. Well, I know it's not this season. Is it? No, no, I'm kidding. It's I don't next know. season. I'm, but no, I'm no, almost. I, I genuinely season. don't know. I was trying to make myself seem as good as as your I think recollection of it. Oh no, I think it's next season because um, I remember it being one of the last episodes before they got canceled. And oh, season four is one that got canceled. Yeah, I remember it like that though. Maybe I'm misremembering. Anyway, goes. Um, so Fry goes in to the his own body and shrinks himself down and goes to the bowel, which he gets there pretty quickly. And then basically is like, I need to see the king. Like, who's asking? And he points to the statue. And he points to the statue. <laughs> pointing and it's, it says the known universe on it. I was like, I love that. That's so meta. <laughs> it's so good. And then they basically, um, he's like, you need to get out of here. And the king is like, look, like my ancestors arrived on the sandwich. Like, I'm not leaving. This is like my territory. Yeah. So they fight. And Fry, one thing I did notice, so they're fighting and Fry is, they're like having like a sword fight essentially. Fry's mm-hmm. keeping up. It's like a pretty even fight for the most part. That means that the worms are helping him fight themselves when they could have oh. stopped his muscles and stuff and made it so that he couldn't fight. I never thought about that. I never thought about that. Yeah, they could be like, freeze the muscles. Yeah, that was a good impression. And then he just like, uh. yeah, that's true, actually. Oh, so, I never thought about that. Clever. So, Thank you. Clevier. So Fry, Clevier. Clevier Gurlier. <laughs> uh, so Fry. Of course, bastard's so good. Oh, I was thinking of, I was doing um, that mixed with um, Hannibal Lecter. Clever girl. Oh, wait, that's Clevier Gurlier. That's from uh, Jurassic Park, the Australian guy. When oh, he's, that's like, about right. To shoot the it's, I, like, I keep thinking that it's Jurassic, or that it's um, Hannibal Lecter. It sounds like you, Hannibal Lecter. And you love impression. I love Hannibal Lecter. Oh my gosh. Daniel loves effeminate villains. He is not effeminate. He's just class. He is class. But in like a dandy way, in a sort of effeminate way. It's not an insult. Stop taking it like it's an insult. Ursula. The 101 Dalmatian. Who's the 101 Dalmatian? Corilla DeVille. Corilla DeVille. You poor, unfortunate souls. Um, oh, all the people I love. Governor all Ratcliffe, of, all, of the, all, all of the, the feminine villains that Daniel was. <laughs> um, Governor Ratcliffe literally like, has a baby dog and like is an ab- actual dandy. Clearly gay. From Pocahontas. He wears a, yeah, he yeah, wears yeah. a purple suit. I mean, come on. Exactly. Joking. So anyway, Fry is fighting the, the king worm and he goes into the brain. He starts like cutting neurons and 
He's like, you know, I, I'm going to cut the medulla oblongata and like we'll all yeah. die because that's the heart and lung uh, yeah. controller they, of, the, of the body. They basically uh, acquiesced his demand to leave and they're like, but when you get a fast food burger, you know what makes the special sauce so special? Yo. Now, I remember <laughs> thinking that was like the funniest shit back in the day because I was yeah. like, it's like when you find out that like sauce is full of eggs. Taco Bell's great F meat, you know, like the oh my god, thing yes, the like, rumor. This shit is so disgusting, and then it's like all you can do is go eat it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there was like a rumor that a woman had like a roach nest in her mouth that she, after she ate Taco Bell, and I was like, that cannot okay, be true. But obviously, she planted that around. like bubble bass. Still no pickles. He forgot the pickles. (laughs) (laughs) There's the pickles and my car keys. And my watch. (laughs) That's my ride. That's my ride. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking good. Well, so anyway, Fry takes them out and um, he goes back to to Leela's and she's still like in a sort of like neg... What is it called? A neg... Negligé. Negligé. I wanted to say negligé. (laughs) <laughs> a negligee. A more French than French. Well, because I had Clevier in my mind. Clevier. <laughs> Clevier, girly. With Colonel Anslanda. So good. Um, but yeah, so she's like, he's like, clearly he has no, no longer has the worms. And he's like, I brought this baggie of oil and I'll give you my, sep- my special back massage that Amy used to love when I was dating Amy. Clearly a turn off for a woman that you're trying to engage with at the moment. And then basically she slams a holler phone into his chest and is like, get the fuck out. But then at the very end, he's we like see Fry learn, and he's like trying to learn it from my first holophoner book, which actually it might be the holophone. same season now that I think about it because it's in this. You know what? I'm just triggered by that. Uh, you want to wrap us up while I double check this? Um, yeah. So basically Fry – we kind of end with this thing of like Fry thinking I need to give up on being with Leela, which I think is really the first time we have like a solid thing of like – Fry has officially declared his love for Leela. It's no longer kind of like a will they, won't they. It's like, a, okay, this is clearly like one-sided and Leela doesn't want to engage um, outside of that time that they kissed to fool Zap or whatever um, on the cruise ship. Um, but yeah, so Petey is still looking up. Wait, I forgot. Is. There's five seasons before it gets canceled, not four. Uh, so it was in season five. So it's season five, yeah. Okay. Which they're oh my god, we have so many good episodes coming up. I know, we really do. Oh no, wait, I'm wrong. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Wait. Oh my gosh. Yes, no, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right about being five, wrong. The, the last episode of season five, literally right before they get canceled, is the Devil's Hands are idle play things. Season gotcha, five, gotcha, gotcha. Episode sixteen. Well, Petey, shall we jump into some trivia? Yes. Do you want to go first? Because I got plenty. Okay, I'll, I'll ask first. I think mine are a little bit on the easier side, but I was proud because they came up very organically for me, okay? Oh, I love it. Oh, my okay. gosh. Makes me want to pair. Um, how many times book. does Bender yell, abandon ship? Damn. I already wrote that down. Okay, that's one. Don't even think. Don't even stink for a moment. Um, what I, does, it. I just what kept does, realizing he was doing it and loved it. What does Scruffy say right before, um, right? Scruffy's going to die the way he lived. What does he say after that? <clears throat> <laughs> huh? This is 
a very interesting question, Your Honor. Uh, I would like to go back to December 3rd, 1991, and let's all talk for a moment so that I can think. Late December 1991. Oh, what a night. Okay. And he's going to die later. And they're like. And then it explodes. He says. Marmalade. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. I had to stink on the moon for that one. You really had to like literally go back to your literal <laughs> birth date to then, then the relive your entire it. life. <laughs> to then come what? back to the most recent viewing of this episode. And you can only that. do that once in your life. I ate some ayahuasca. So now it won't happen when you life. die. You, your life will not flash before your right, eyes when you die. Play. But it was worth it for this fucking point. I am not losing trivia anymore. Hey, and you got a two out of two there, baby. <gasps> oh my gosh, that was it. All right. Uh, I told you they were a little start... easier. Oh, true. Okay. Let's start with um, who wrote Paradise Lost? I'll give this one to you for free. If you get it wrong, I'm negative. I, I, I feel like I can imagine... Like in my head, imagine it's like the same Mar- type of guy who writes like Treasure Island or something. Is that right? No. Is it the same type it of? It was in the 1600s. Oh, it's Paradiso. Right before that. Okay. Paradiso. Oh, um, um, Inferno. um, um, and um, Purgatorio. Uh, Dante. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dante. Dante Alighieri. Dante's Inferno. <laughs> Yes, I remember that whole Damn, Paradise Lost is that old. Okay, very cool. Yeah, it's like 16. I, we'll double check I, I kept thinking like 1800s, like Gulliver's Travel. No, I think it made me like think of like 1600s. Gulliver's Travels. Oh, we're all about the Gulliver's Travels. Uh, 1667. Oh, wait. I thought it was Dante Alighieri. Is it John Milton? Oh. Wait, what did Dante Alighieri write? Dante, Dante Alighieri wrote it, I thought. Paradiso Lostio. <laughs> oh, he wrote the Divine Comedy, which was based on Paradise Lost, or some other way. Around which is what Paradise Lost was based on. So oh. in thirteen oh eight to thirteen twenty. Okay, well you can re- amend your question. Inferno, Purgatorio, and Paradiso. What inspired yes. Paradise Lost, Dante? Yes. What inspired Paradise Lost, Dante? Dante Alighieri and John Milton. Uh, yeah. Okay. John Milton. Um, more like John. Boring. I know. More I was like say John, John Milk Toast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say this guy's favorite cereal is Bran Flakes. Um, he probably invented Bran Flakes. John, yeah, his middle name's John Bran Flakes Milk Toast. Um, according to Leela, what was her happiest day before this? And oh. I'll, I'll give you a big hint. It has to do with someone who called in today. It has to do with uh, Roger, the the soup guy. <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> the guy it literally has exactly to do with, with that. Um, the happiest. I, why can't I remember this? I told. I did t- say that I was distracted. It's not a she she's, she's. She's. It's not a she's, just fact. She says it after fries a holophoner. Um, it's not about an ex boyfriend, right? Because that guy's name is Sean. No, dude. He ate all my peanut butter. Peanut, peanut butter. You owe me like a dollar. You owe me like that free. You broke my reed. You owe me like a dollar. A dollar. Um, and it has to do with Roger. Oh, double soup Tuesday at the Orphanarium. Yes. Pulled that one out. Well yeah, fucking sometimes done, it's like, dude. Sometimes it does feel like that thing where you just need like the trigger word and then all of the other words come come 
flooding back. Exactly. That's why I literally had to go back to my birth. Um, what does Lila wipe off of? Name one object, and I'm thinking of one in particular, that Lila wipes off the windshield when they get to the truck stop. Oh, Sputnik? No. Is that your final guess? It wasn't Sputnik? There was definitely a satellite, right? Uh, it was uh, a satellite. No, technically it's not a satellite. Okay, well, there's definitely like a giant bug. Yay. Okay, and then there's some sort of piece of technology. Yay. Okay, here's... It, does it orbit the Earth? Nay. Yep. Oh, is it the Voyager, the golden one? God the damn Voyager it, yes. Voyager 2 or whatever it's <laughs> Voyager 1, which does not... It's not a satellite because it does not orbit anything. It's going straight out into space, so it's not supposed okay. to... Okay, I'll allow it. I see you're technically... And you were technically correct. So that's kind of correct. Uh, okay, last one. What is Hermes famous for cooking? That oh, is jerked to- prunes. <laughs> yes, but what does he call it? Uh, Caribbean Drano. God damn it. And a bonus one. When Fry plays a holophone, or what type of animal do they turn into? Let's see. They turn into like a puddle reflection. Then they turn into... Fish? No, otters. It's otters that sort of jump out of the water. Damn, dude. You just blew me out of the water. Uh, Well, how many... Oh, by the way, I wanted to make a point of clarification. Subsequently to uh, the professor making a joke about mayo and uh, being cum, Mm -hmm. we learned that the uh, worms... Oh, yeah. When he's like, have you ever been in love... Exactly, they reproduced by spores, so it, technically it was not cum. So they had to clarify that it wasn't fried, guzzling worm cum. Okay, Just, I'm glad that they did clarify that for us, because I was so convinced. Yes, I was convinced by that. Well, he's a man of science. And, as, and as you could tell, Petey, because you've been over to my house, all, that bulletin board that I have up, that's sort of arranged like the way when someone's obsessed with like a murder mystery. Um, <laughs> you were trying with, like, to the red, the red, the red yarn pointing to different things. Um, <laughs> that was full of homemade illustrations of fried guzzling worm con. So <laughs> I'm so glad that you solved that mystery and for me. We can, we can use the bulletin board for bulletins now. <laughs> all points? Guitar lessons. Bulletins of the all points variety. Yeah. What? APB, all points bulletin. Put it on APB. Put out an APB on. Oh, that's what an APB is. Yep. I did. I learned something today. That should have been your trivia. What's an APB? <laughs> oh, and not like you would get, um, get mad at me for saying something that happened outside of the TV show. No, I would. I just, you know. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, what unit would you like to do? Would you like to do? Crispy tomatoes. Would you like yeah, to I want to do Nakatina. Um, either no, I want to do three pelvic splanchnic ganglions. Ganglion, okay, or five good. out of five pelvic splanchnic yes. ganglions. How many pelvic splanchnic ganglions? How many pelvic splanchnic ganglia would you rate this? I'm gonna give this one. A, this is a solid four out of five for me. Um, I think if you would have asked me before watching it, I probably would have given it something more like a four point two five or a four and a half. Um, Interesting. But this time, I think it's just like I knew too much about what happens, and I wasn't like in the right mindset. So I'm going to take the blame for this. But obviously, I can Fair. only grade. I can only grade what I feel in the moment. I can't. I'm not going to handicap that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll give it a four. I think it, like you said, like we've said, it was very memorable. It's an episode that probably one of the earlier, like before my obsession really became fully an obsession. I was just a fan of the show. 
I would say that this mm-hmm. is one of the ones that I would remember, like top 10 out of, you know, all of them sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I would like a drum roll for mine. Okay. I give this episode, for the very first time on the podcast, a five out of five. <laughs> watching it i was just like i think this is it folks i think this is one of my absolutely favoritest 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 episodes of all time i'm gonna give it a five i decided okay. it okay it's got i love space it space travel it's got internal travel it's got great lines from the professor great lines from bender great lines from zoidberg good back and forth between the crew great character development um all different types multiple of really angles of the planet express building Multiple angles in the Planet Express building. We've got ancillary characters like Scruffy showing up. I mean, it's great. It, there's, there's really nothing but wait, about there's this that more. I could knock it. I, I, I was thinking, I was like, what would I knock it for? You couldn't I knock it. I can't knock it for not having Petunia. Knock a Tina. <laughs> I could knock a Tina it. Um, is it knock a Tina or knock a Tina? I think it's knock a Tina, but she just has an accent. Oh, uh, knock a Tina. Yeah. Um, sounds like not Tina. Wow. Well, that's a, uh, I Yeah. Five. Hey guys, this Dude. is the very first five out of five rating we've ever had on the podcast. How many episodes have we done? Yeah. And that's like the first one. So uh, future we've had thirty-one. Clearly getting into well, plus some extra ones. You know what I'm saying? Because we did the recaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, clearly they're getting into their stride. I would say that the the average scores are getting higher. As yes, we, as we go forward. Um, so congratulations to season three, episode four, Parasite Lost. You have received our first five out of five, baby. I don't, nope. Let's try that sound effect again. <laughs> um, da-da. Isn't there like a, don't we have a da-da or like a, uh, a sort like of star? Cheering is the closest thing to that, or I guess clapping. There's, okay, well, congratulations. Wait, let me try this. Five out of five. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, that's a, that's the highest average I think we've had so far. A five and a 4.25. Well, I gave it a four. Oh, well, you have no taste. <laughs> and you, you have no have teeth. No teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so apologies, but I, I got to do what I got to do. You know, you, your heart feels what Fair. it feels, so. I feel you. You know what? Live your truth. Uh, Willie, where can they find us now that I'm we need to wrap so it up? I'm so glad that you asked that question, Petey. That's a <laughs> future on my reference. Um, they can find us on Twitter at WTTWOT. That's Welcome to the World of Tomorrow, but just the first letters of those words, um, where we will do all the updates. That's where you can get the links to the newest episodes and, yeah, all that good stuff. Um, and please do support us on Patreon. That is the number one way to support us. At patreon.com slash world of tomorrow pod. Um, and as always, we still love all of our listeners, whether you support us anywhere, but we love that you listen here. And I just uh, one more thing about the Patreon is you can also get access to exclusive content that does not make it into the free feed. And yes. Andy and I have been having a lot of good goofs and gaffs and giggles and laughs over at yeah. the Patreon feed. <laughs> so please exactly. do check those out. Um, if you we, think this is raunchy, it gets worse. It gets way worse. Um, and we are very proud of some of the stuff that has gone up on yes, the Patreon. So yes. we really love if people went over there. Um, you know, maybe for like a limited time, we can sort of give access for the lower tier if that's really what's holding mm-hmm. people back. Because we do want, mm-hmm. we need support, but we also want to share uh, our um, 
goofs, gaffs, giggles, and laughs with everybody. Um, <laughs> so I just like saying those four <laughs> words together. I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you listening wherever you're able to listen. Um, and all, at the end of the day, it's all about Futurama, baby. So that's right. And next week, we'll be going over season three. Episode five. Now Amazon this woman and the mood. This could be a five out of five for both of us. I feel like. Oh, it's it's this top is, tier. We got B. Arthur. We got good shit. This is one out. of the best episodes of all time. See, maybe I'll give it a four this time. You can give it a five. Okay, PD. If you ever out of spite, give a lower rating to an episode than what your heart truly feels, just to spite. <laughs> you, so help me, God! I will smite thee. I will smite thee. I will trap you inside <laughs> of the Patreon. Fair enough. Well, on that smitten note, should we have Kalki sing us out? I just love it too much. I do love Kalki singing us out. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. And We love you, listeners. We love you, as always. Bye. Oh, whoops, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a Kalki in my... In oh. my uh, <laughs> Who's that singing at your wedding? It's Calculon, Calculon, Calculon. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>